Hello and welcome to the Seven Skills for the Future podcast series. I'm Emma Sue Prince and I'm joined by my producer James. Hello everyone. Hello Emma Sue. So today I'm going to continue with my introduction to one of the seven skills. So the seven skills, they are adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, optimism, being proactive and resilience. And if you can develop these skills, they will change your life. So I'm going to look at one of the skills in a bit more detail, what it is, why we need it, and some ways that we can start developing it. Okay, so we've had episodes so far on some of the skills from uh, adaptability to optimism. Uh, But what's the skill we're going to look at today? Today, we're going to look at being proactive. And um, what I would like to do, first of all, is just emphasize that of all seven skills, um, being proactive is linked very strongly both with optimism and being resilient. So, you know, if you're if you're proactive, you're more likely to be optimistic. If you're optimistic, you're more likely to be proactive and resilient. And so they're all very strongly interlinked. So most people, if you if you ask them if they're proactive, they'll probably say they are or think themselves to be quite proactive, probably because they're quite busy. Yeah. So, you know, we have so much choice. We've got so much information and freedom and quite a strong sense of individuality. And we're operating that bubble most of the time and making decisions, dealing with change, managing our complicated, complex lives. So that can sound quite proactive, you know, quite busy, but it's actually far more likely to be reactive rather than proactive. So being proactive is about creating situations based on strategies that you've created for yourself. So it's about, you know, working towards particular goals that you might have, but it's also about being aware in the present and creating a sort of space for yourself so that you are actually responding to what's coming in rather than reacting to it. So a lot of the time you just rush around reacting to everything. So I think proactive behavior can be two things. It can be about changing yourself, so your personal development and and how how you respond to things around you, or it can be taking initiative, looking for opportunities and looking at things in the longer term. Why would you say this is a must-have skill today in particular? Well, before I answer that, I just want to emphasize that there are two main aspects to being proactive. So one is in the short term. So this is about small things you do in the moment and how you respond to things around you, whether that's reflecting before you write that email or focusing and listening attentively or making time for yourself uh, before you respond to somebody who's, you know, really upsetting you. So that's in, in the kind of immediate short term. And the other aspect is long term and strategic. And that's about being open for opportunities and persevering in spite of obstacles, finding ways to move towards your goals and, you know, working towards that. So there's two aspects. But why why it's a must-have skill right now? Well, I think at the moment, we do live quite reactively. We do have multiple demands on our time, or we feel that we do. And because of that, we're, we're just less effective. You know, we don't reflect enough. And sometimes we just being reactive to what's going around, around us becomes the default. Um, so every single comment, every single situation, every single task that we have, we just become very reactive to it and to people around us. And I think also there is uncertainty or people feel that they have uncertainty in their lives. And what can happen is that you you feel that things are outside your control. And 
When we feel like that, we tend to put a lot of focus onto the things that we can't control, onto the circumstances, you know, whether that's the economic situation or having issues with particular things around us. And and this can create anxiety. So, you know, a lot of people do suffer with anxiety, lack of sleep. They worry about things, financial problems, fear fear of the future, fear of other stresses, including things like fear of missing out. You know, there's FOMO uh, that goes on um, because it's activated through, through the way we use technology. So being proactive is really, it's a way of feeling more in control of our lives and of our futures. So if your world feels out of control, then being proactive is essential because you don't allow the environment or your circumstances to dictate how you think and, and, and how you behave. So you, you know, you, you recognize what is outside of your control. You don't waste energy trying to change that. You focus on what you can do. So that's why it's very strongly linked with being optimistic. That's probably one of the main reasons. So what are some of the ways that we can become more proactive? Well, actually, what I'm going to do in this podcast is uh, talk about um, a couple of the barriers that we have um, and how we can deal with those barriers. Because one of the barriers we have when it comes to how we are in the present and responding to what's around us is multitasking. So multitasking creates a reactionary response. It always will, because you're just not focused on any one particular thing. And it means that, you know, between the stimulus that is there, whether it's an email, whether it's an upsetting situation, or whether it's just something that you want to do, and the way that you respond, that space is very, very small, and it's becoming smaller. So it's just, you know, a good example is just how people communicate you know, it's instant, right? You know, you, you got to respond to that email immediately. You get a ping, you got to respond to that immediately. So this creates this kind of short-term reaction. And we're very busy and we're very focused. We'll flip from one thing to the other. So that's a big barrier. And so one of the things that we need to do to deal with that and to become more proactive is simply to slow down. We all need to slow down. If you're rushing from task to task, if you're rushing from deadline to deadline, you can actually feel out of control rather than in control. And we do it to ourselves. You know, we kind of tell ourselves that we're really, really busy. Um, and it's a bit of a syndrome, I think, you know. So, so this is about, you know, taking time to plan your week, taking time to plan your day. In one of our future podcasts, I'll be definitely talking about early morning routines and how they can really change the way that you the the way that your day goes the way that your week goes so I don't mean a to-do list I don't mean a checklist of things that you have to get done it's much more conscientiously thinking about how you want to approach different situations and events that are coming to you in that day and what kind of goals you want to pursue so so slowing down I think is 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 a key thing for dealing with multitasking just being much more aware of when you're doing it, because we do it all the time. So that's, that's probably number one. Another big barrier is procrastination. And this is partly linked to our inability to handle distractions. So a typical scenario is, you know, you log onto a computer because you're going to be doing something specific, a specific project, and then you get sidetracked by, you know, an email, uh, or you get sidetracked by oh, I'm, I must just look that up um, or check this message that's just come in. And suddenly quite a lot of time has passed. So you haven't actually got down to what you were wanting to do. So pro- procrastination is an interesting one. And actually, we're all prone to it. 98% of us are prone to procrastination. So we actually do need to, you know, it's a big barrier to being proactive. And it can also 
manifests itself in the form of, you know, staying up too late, binge watching box sets, or just avoiding, avoiding something. We like to avoid things, or we like to, if there's a confrontational discussion, we might try and avoid that. So it's a big barrier. But there is a way that we can deal with that. So if you are aware that you're procrastinating, if you're aware that you're putting something off, or you're just not giving something your full attention, then that's about breaking things down into manageable steps. That's about really thinking about how you manage your time. So most people, I would say majority of people, you know, when they start their day, when they start their working day, the first thing they probably do is look at their emails. And that's probably one of the biggest robbers of our time and our productivity that I can possibly think of, because actually you need to focus on what it is you're you're wanting to do so i don't know the thought occurs to me that perhaps multitasking is in itself a form of procrastination in the sense that by attempting to multitask you're basically flitting around from one thing to another and you're not actually focusing on the thing that you really need to be getting on with maybe exactly exactly that and you feel like you are because you feel busy right you know it feels good you know you're doing things so it feels like you are actually getting things done but then you can sort of whole hours go by and you haven't actually done the very thing that you wanted to get done so that's this is why planning your day planning your week that's where that comes into it where you think okay what are the most important things that I need to get done this week what is the big project that I'm working on and how do I break that down into easier steps so you know it's it's about awareness and knowing we, we all do it we all do it and so we just need to kind of think okay how can I take that control and you know do things in a different way okay so then maybe you can uh, give me some help with my situation i'm a freelancer i work from home uh, i don't have a boss i don't go to the office and of course i don't have any set hours so i'm not answerable to anyone in the sense that you know when i sit down at my computer and start working you know i can procrastinate if i want to and say oh, okay i'll start in half an hour or and then as is the way with these things of course that half an hour can become an hour or two hours and then I'll, I'll end up doing oh, i'll do it tomorrow so do you uh have any uh, suggestions for me of ways that i can deal with deal with that yeah i do well i think the first thing is to recognize that if you really want to address this you have to be thinking about where you want to go in terms of your work so think about the long term and think about okay what are some of the things that i want to achieve with my work uh, and why am I doing what I'm doing? So I think just having that in your in mind is helpful so that that can translate into your day-to-day because days are precious, time is precious. And if we are not thinking about how we manage our time and how we are approaching our day, then yeah, whole swathes of time can go by and nothing is being done. I think it's really difficult when you are self-employed and when you're a freelancer, because as you say, you know, you don't have a boss, you don't have anyone to report to. That's why having those kind of big, big goals or big intentions in mind, I think is helpful. In the actual day-to-day, it's about, again, about self-awareness, you know, understanding, you know, when when is your most productive time of day? So for some people, they are most productive in the mornings. I'm a, I'm a morning person. So I know that if I want to get a project done, or if I've got a big piece of work to complete, I've got to do it in the morning. And I also know that if I check my email first thing in the morning, I'm not going to get that project done, because I'm going to be too busy 
responding to those emails and and you know suddenly I'm kind of like you know just reacting to what's in front of me and all my energy is being used up so my lovely productive energy that is there first thing in the morning is going into other people's emails yeah so um you know know when you're most productive it might, might not be the morning for you it might be nighttime that's fine work at night you know that's the great thing you can work whenever you want to but know when you're most productive and then schedule your most important tasks then that that's probably number one piece of advice and and prioritizing looking at your whole week looking at it giving your week a shape so if you don't have set hours set yourself some hours set yourself some hours and give yourself those working hours and say right between this time and that time that's when I'm working and I'm doing xyz so you have to kind of be your own boss and set your own parameters but I think the productivity one is key just knowing when you're most productive when you have the most energy and then use that energy for the things that matter the most don't waste it on emails and messages and surfing the net do that another time do that at another point of the day okay great advice thank you very much i shall put that into place immediately (laughs) (laughs) so i want to talk about one of the biggest barriers to being proactive and and this is about really being in the driving seat of your own life and about the things that you actually want to accomplish and the biggest barrier that we face the biggest barrier of all is fear and it's usually fear of the outcome so it's it's fear of of rejection fear of failure just fear of something changing you know we carry that around with us and doing things in small steps will help remove that fear so you know i can give an example for myself about podcasting when when i was first being asked to produce podcasts i felt a distinct sense of dread because i'd never done this before and i just was afraid you know it came from a place of fear and i knew that you know if i could break it down into small steps that removing that fear would would happen because i know i know that, that that that's the process i know that's what will happen if you do that and so i did that and i got myself to a stage where i love podcasting now i really enjoy it i love it and i think that can happen with anything if it's something that's important to you but you can find ways to remove that fear and take more risks and 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 you know become more innovative about something you start to feel more confident and the minute you feel more confident you are being more proactive so it's it the fear thing is a big thing and i think it holds a lot of people back from maybe going for something that they'd like to go for achieving a goal you know whatever it might be uh fear is probably one of the biggest barriers to being proactive yeah and i think there are two things that really stand out for me in that particular point one is the first step is taking that first step and then Mm -hmm. The second is at the end, which is the feedback. First, you have to make that step of trying to do it in the first place, which is probably the most difficult bit. It is. And then at the end, you you hear, in this case, or see what you've done. And then mm-hmm. you realize that it worked. It was successful. It seems to me that yes. those two parts of the process are absolutely crucial. They are. And, and that first step can be tiny. You know, the first step, step can just be finding out more about whatever it is, you know, or talking to somebody who might know something or just, you know, just taking that first step to help yourself. And then I think the other side where you can sort of see what you're achieving. So that's about building in points where you can see what you're achieving or get the feedback that you need. And that's what builds the confidence. And we can all do it. We can all do this. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I think that just about wraps it up for today, Emma Sue. Yes, it does. And if you want to read more about these skills and find out 
ways to help yourself become more proactive, then read my book, Seven Skills for the Future. It's out in all major bookstores, published by Pearson Business, and you can get it online at Amazon, and you'll find lots of ways that will help you build these skills into your everyday and make a real difference and make a great impact on your life. Thanks for listening. Thank you to my producer, James Taylor, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.